Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community, whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. Super excited for this interview. We got a brand new guest. We got a brand new topic. I'm almost amazed myself on how we continue to bring on new guests with different topics and amazing content. We have Spyro coming on, and he's going to talk about gout. He's a gout expert. I think it's super cool. We haven't talked about gout all this time we've been on air, and it's something that I think touches us in different way, in different ways, maybe personally ourselves or maybe maybe personally in our lives. I certainly have some friends that have gout. I also have something called meat feet. <laughs> that I don't get into too much in this interview, but maybe I'll mention it again at the end. But I do talk about my feet on fire. But Spiro's going to talk about some triggers. And fortunately for me, I live a plant-based diet lifestyle. Don't consume a whole lot of meat. So regardless of if I have high uric acid levels, I'm not really affected because I don't live that lifestyle and I don't eat those types of foods that Spiro's going to mention here in the interview. But it could be you. And there could be some issues going on in your life that you may need to change. And that's what we're here for. We look at holistic ways to help improve your health in different ways. And hopefully we did just that with all the information coming at you in this show. So if you have any thoughts or any ideas or anyone in your life that may need to learn more about gout and what they can do to help prevent and or treat, definitely consider sharing this show with them. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Well, I'm basically uh, a gout diet expert. I am a patient as well. So I got diagnosed at the age of 26 uh, with gout. Uh, in my case, it's genetic. I have, I have a little bit of thalassemia minor, uh, which basically is a blood disorder, which raises uric acid levels. And uh, since I got my first attack at the age of 26, I decided to do more research on the topic uh, and basically dive in. And I couldn't find any good uh, blog information or patient information online. It was mostly medical uh, resources. So I decided to basically start blogging about the topic and uh, focusing on diet and natural remedies and a more holistic approach uh, to helping out uh, gout patients. Uh, I've written a book, uh, which is titled uh, Gout and You, The Ultimate Gout Diet and Cookbook. Um, and here we are today. What did you do before you were diagnosed and jumped into the gout world? Yeah, so my problem was the following. I was overweight. I weighed about 240 pounds. I used to love my McDonald's. I used to eat a lot of burgers, drink a lot of Coke, and uh, used to drink a lot of Jack and Cokes, actually, whiskey and Coke, because uh, I used to go out to bars a lot, right, when you're young. Uh, and I remember my first gout attack was at 3 a.m., a night of drinking a lot of Jack Daniels and Coke uh, when I got my first gout attack. So 
uh, I knew I had to change my lifestyle, I had to change my diet moving forward. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's basically uh, what uh, triggered it. Okay, what's a gout attack? Well, a gout attack is it's painful inflammation. Uh, gout usually affects the big toe, uh, usually in the foot area. So picture it very hot, very inflamed, uh, very sensitive to anything. So even bed sheets at night, uh, you cannot tolerate. That's how sensitive uh, your toe and foot area is. Uh, I had it both in the toe and in the knee at the same time. My knee swelled up as well, so I was basically crippled. I had to use crutches uh, to get around for a few weeks. Um, but others, other gout patients will get it in the elbow. You could get gout in, in the hands. It, it's basically uric acid uh, that crystallizes in the joints and causes painful inflammations. But the most popular joint uh, for gout sufferers where they get an attack is usually the big toe. So what is it? What is it? Is it does your toe just feel like it's on fire or does it yeah, blow up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it feels like it's on fire. You can't walk. You're limping around. And uh, um, basically, it's like pins and needles in that area. And you said this happens for three weeks? Well, no. Uh, for, yeah, for me, from my initial first attack was about two, three weeks long. For most gout sufferers, an attack can last anywhere between a few days to it could go as far as four, five, six weeks for some. Wow. So you got to deal yeah. with that pain for once you get that flare up, there's nothing really you can do to, except for get through it. Is that right? No, some will get through it. But if you want, you just visit your doctor and they'll die, they'll uh, prescribe you uh, prescribe you colchicin for the inflammation. So colchicin re- works really fast to get rid of uh, uh, the attack and the pain uh, and get you back on your feet. And then if they decide to put you on allopurinol, which is a drug uh, uh, which controls uric acid levels to make sure uh, they're lowered uh, over the long term so you don't get any other future attacks. Others will get, you could also use uh, corticosteroids, which are basically uh, NSAIDs. Uh, uh, they'll inject that by needle in, in the affected joint to get rid of the pain and inflammation. So those are the three most popular solutions. Uh, to get rid of gout pain. Before we get into the show, I just want to mention Complete Truth Protein. This is a plant-based protein supplement that we've designed ourselves at Trueform. And the reason I designed it is because I felt like there was a need in the industry. Now, when I was traveling around the world, and I had a, I literally had a tackle box full of supplements and products and vitamins that did a whole lot more damage than good. So when I started doing more personal training and fitness classes, people would ask me what types of supplements I would recommend. And I always say, eat food. <laughs> so that's why I've designed Complete Truth Protein around food. It's made with quinoa and hemp seeds. And one of the main benefits that it offers is improved digestion. So many of us deal with digestion issues on a regular basis. It also gives you a natural boost of energy. So if you head over to trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein, we have tons of more details, videos, recipes, and everything you need to get going in the right direction with a good quality protein supplement. Trueformlife.com slash complete truth protein. Is there anything you can do to prevent gout from popping yeah. up in your life? So this is what I recommend in my book and in my website. Uh, I recommend uh, that uh, gout sufferers, even regular folks, try and eat red, less red meat, uh, less protein, uh, less alcohol, and less processed foods, less sugar. 
Okay. Um, I advocate an, a diet, which I call the 80-10-10 diet. So 80% complex carbohydrates. So you could eat foods like fresh vegetables, legumes, beans, 100% whole grain breads, 100% whole grain pastas and rices. Uh, 10%. I do allow 10% for protein. So you can have, you can have your steak, you can have your red meat, your, your chicken breast, uh, fish, fresh fish. I don't recommend seafood for gout sufferers, uh, cause that's a big culprit. I don't recommend pork and no processed meats because that's usually a gout trigger. Uh, if you want to have a steak or a burger from time to time, uh, you know, you could do that. I do allow it. Uh, I do prefer if you can go vegetarian, it's even better uh, for a gout sufferer um, to avoid protein completely because uh, protein and meats have uh, something, a chemical compound called purines. And basically, uh, a high purine diet causes high uric acid levels. So um, that's why I, re- I recommend you limit your meat intake. And the final 10%, I would say, is fat. So, you, again, fat uh, described as uh, eggs. It could be butter, milk, cheese, Greek yogurt. Again, high in purines because it's based from animal. Limit your fat intake, 10% if you're a gout sufferer. But, I mean, if you look at the Mediterranean diet, if you look at the blue zones worldwide, people living a, a long, healthy life, they usually follow that type of diet. They eat mostly complex carbohydrates and very little meat and little fat. So I guess it's an evergreen uh, type of diet that anybody could use uh, nowadays. Okay, so how do we know? Do we get diagnosed? Can you tell yourself? Do you have to go to a doctor? Yeah, that's the thing with gout. Uh, you will be, if you have high, you could have high uric acid levels for all your life and never be symptomatic. So you will only find out if you get a gout attack. So when you get uh, an attack in the big toe or another joint and you visit your doctor, he'll diagnose you usually. Um, they'll check out your blood work and then they'll see if uh, how high uric acid levels are. But at the same time, if you don't have gout, always ask your doctor to check your uric acid levels uh, and see uh, if that number is healthy or not. That's what I recommend. So when you talk about your book, you have some recipes in your book and you have a weight, like I suppose, a lifestyle. What does that look like? Okay. So the recipes, again, it falls under the 80-10-10. So 80% complex carbs, 10% fat, 10% protein. So there's a lot of recipes um, that follow uh, those guidelines uh, for gout sufferers to get started because it's difficult to figure out what to eat when you get diagnosed with gout. Uh, especially when you love eating, you know, a lot of meat, you love eating a, a lot of processed foods and sugary foods. Uh, so you slowly have to wean yourself. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, uh, you might even fail trying. So don't worry. Keep at it like I did. Uh, and eventually you'll crave the good foods and you won't be craving the, the meats and the alcohol and the sugary foods and so on. Um, and then about lifestyle, I mean, try to exercise. I recommend exercise, uh, any type of movement, just get out there. If you want to go to the gym, try and walk at least 30 minutes a day uh, or get it, get at least 10,000 steps in if you have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch. Um, try and go for a swim, uh, stand if you're sitting a lot in a desk at work. Uh, anything to keep moving and keep your weight uh to, to to maintain an ideal weight and also to strengthen the joints is very important important for gout sufferers because uh, when you get a gout attack remember over time and you get a few of these gout attacks 
you're going to lose some cartilage in those joints. Uh, there's going to be bone erosion. So it's very important to exercise uh, and basically uh, strengthen those joints and keep the weight down. Are people that are obese more susceptible to gout attacks? Yeah, they're a higher risk, definitely. And is there any other reason besides the the regular risks of being overweight? Um, yes, a lot of if you're obese, right, you're at a higher risk of being diabetic, maybe having high cholesterol, uh, hyper, high blood pressure, uh, and gout is part of that um, comorbid. Uh, what do they call that? Comorbidities, uh, basically. So uh, they're all interrelated. Um, somebody else, for example, could be could get arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis instead of gout. So gout is part of the uh, uh, part of the family of arthritis. Uh, it is the most um, diagnosed form of arthritis in North America. Um, but everything interrelates. So when you're obese, you're at a higher risk of getting disease, basically. Uh, so you be- you have to watch out and you have to maintain a healthy weight and lose those pounds for sure. That would be priority number one. Walk us through a bit of your journey and what it was like for you to transition. You said you like to drink some Jack and Coke. You had your burgers. How did you transition yourself into a healthier lifestyle? Uh, it was slow. Um, took, it took some time. You have to do research. Uh, thankfully, I have my website now, so gout sufferers could go there and get the information right away. Whereas back then, I had to do uh, dig in more deeper to find uh, the foods, the right foods to eat, and uh, and, and limit the food, the bad foods. Um, so basically, um, you slowly cut down your meat intake, and you start introducing a more plant-based diet uh, over time. Alcohol, I'll reserve it, for example, for occasions only. Nowadays, if I go to a restaurant, if there's a an event, I'll have a glass of wine or two. If I go to a barbecue, I'll have a beer or two. Uh, if I'm at a party, I'll have a glass of whiskey on ice, uh, one glass or two. I still enjoy those beverages, but not as much as before. Uh, I only drink water, herbal tea, and coffee nowadays. So those are the three beverages I usually have on a daily basis. Um, my mornings, I usually have oatmeal with some berries uh, or some 100% whole grain toast with natural peanut butter. Uh, Then I'll have some fruit before lunch. And lunch usually consists of whole grain pasta with vegetables uh, or whole grain rice with beans. Um, And for supper, usually a big salad of some kind. So those are the foods that I crave nowadays, and that's what I like to eat. And uh, uh, that's why I've been gout-free for many years. So you haven't had any tax? No, no, it's been many, many years now. I couldn't be more excited to share with you our brand new magnesium supplement called TriMag. Now we've put together three different forms of magnesium. We also have potassium in there as well. This is a top quality magnesium supplement in liquid form. It's 95% absorbable, which is much different than 5% coming from a powder or pill. So look for a magnesium supplement with clean ingredients like a TriMag. If you want more details, head over to trueformlife.com slash TriMag magnesium supplement. This will help you improve your sleep. It helps muscle recovery and soreness. 
It helps mood, digestion, and it'll give you a natural boost of energy as well without the crash. So check out more details at trueformlife.com slash trimag magnesium supplement. So these are, it's controllable. You don't have to live with gout. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's controllable. Yeah, If you're focused and disciplined, it's controllable. Uh, in my case, I still take allopurinol, but because um, my gout is genetic. But if your gout is not genetic and you want to try going the dietary way without medication, I recommend you talk to your doctor, ask your doctor to follow you with a regular blood work so you can see how your uric acid levels are improving uh, with the diet. And then if they, they remain below the, uh, the threshold there, um, then go ahead, uh, continue to remain disciplined uh, and uh, exercise and you'll be fine. But other gout sufferers, if it's genetic, they'll have to be on uh, some type of medication to control the uric acid levels uh, long term. What is it that those that have gout, what is some of their biggest struggles? Or maybe what's a couple of the main things that they deal with on a regular basis? On a regular basis, if it's under control, you can live a normal life. Uh, it won't affect you. But if it's out of control, uh, a lot of gout sufferers can experience um, loneliness, depression, because you're always stuck at home in bed, right? Uh, you're not mobile. Uh, others will lose their jobs and get unemployed if your job requires you to walk, right? Uh, or if you're doing physical labor, uh, and that could cause a financial burden to you and your family. So I would say those are the most serious issues uh, affecting uh, gout sufferers that can't control. And you guys have, I know you have your social media pages. Do you have a private group or do they have, is there a place where they can find that support? Uh, not yet. I don't have a private Facebook group right now. It's just the Facebook, uh, um, business page. I am going to introduce a Facebook group, uh, probably in 2020. Um, but I mean, you could check us out on Twitter, Pinterest, uh, YouTube, we have videos, uh, and email me. Mostly, uh, sufferers will email me questions and I'll answer through, uh, via email. Where does the passion come for, from you to help other people? And imagine there's a lot of people with, that have gout and they just deal with it themselves and move on. Why do you want to help others? Well, uh, I'm a patient, so that's uh, the main reason. And uh, when I when I got gout, I mean, I, I did not believe I had gout. I thought I had a fractured foot. Um, so I was in disbelief uh, that I had this condition that my doctor said you will have for life uh, at 26 years old. Um, so, and when doing research for gout, I couldn't find, uh, uh, patient information and dietary information. So I decided, uh, basically to do that research myself and publish, uh, articles on, uh, what a gout diet should consist of, uh, and publish, uh, the latest trends and information, uh, to help, uh, gout sufferers out there. Is gout for men and women or just men? So it affects about three quarters of men and about a quarter of women. Why? Women are, before menopause, they're not likely to ever get gout. Uh, it usually affects them after menopause. So there's a, uh, something that protects them before menopause. And gout usually affects people over 50. So the majority of gout sufferers are over 50. Uh, although there are a lot of young people getting gout at an alarming rate, uh, below uh, in their 20s and 30s. Uh, there's been a few articles that have come out out of the UK due to a lot of alcohol drinking. Uh, 
So that's a trend, unfortunately, that's unraveling. So with kids, especially if you're drinking a lot, when you're in your 20s, going to clubs and bars, you could get a gout attack. So I'd be careful if you're uh, young and listening to this. Yeah, I've actually had some friends that are not close to 50, so and they've had it for years now, and they have had they have gout. And I mean, I'd imagine it has to do with their lifestyle, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate. But it seems to be younger and younger. Yeah, usually it's going to be you're obese or you're drinking a lot uh, or you're just eating too much too much meat in your diet. And I suppose the best thing that we can do is direct them to information like these interviews or the information that you're posting let them know that they can do something about it. I think that – do you feel like there's a good percentage of people that have gout that don't know that they can do something about it? Uh, yeah, when you, when you don't have a condition though – you don't care, right? You think you're immortal. You're just continuing with your old bad habits. Um, but as you get older, you'll see uh, stuff creep up. So I'd be careful if I were you. Uh, take Learn from my lessons uh, and don't make those mistakes if you're a young person uh, growing up. Limit the alcohol. It's going to catch up with you. Uh, limit the meat consumption. It's going to catch up with you. Uh, if it's not gout, it could be diabetes. It could be arthritis. It could be another disease or condition. And well, it seems like so. There's a, a number of things that we can do. Sh- should you think, or do you suggest doing that stuff on a regular basis before no. we get a flare up? No? Yeah, those are when you feel a flare up coming or you get a flare up. So if you want more information on it, go on my website uh, at gautamu.com. I have full length articles on each remedy, uh, and you can learn how to apply it. I want to take a moment to tell you about Detoxify Yourself. Now, Detoxify Yourself is really a personal story that I put together in a book for my clients and family and those interested in how I teach to live a healthy lifestyle. I had no idea it would become a bestseller in a major city, Calgary, Alberta, where I grew up. I was on Global News, and I want to share more about it with you right now. So Detoxify Yourself talks about the main food substances that I choose to avoid, which is no gluten, dairy, soy, or GMOs. So this is a 30-day meal plan that avoids all those substances. It also talks about the toxins not only we put in our body, but we put on our body as well and the toxins we surround ourselves with like a toxic environment. So if you want more details about Detoxify Yourself, if you want to kickstart on how to avoid these toxic substances, I have all the recipes laid out for you. I have all the information. It's very simple and easy to follow. So head over to trueformlife.com for more details. Are you doing this full-time? Yeah, full-time. So what? Tell me, walk me through a day. What are you doing? Like you doing research and doing posting? What yeah, does it look like? Yeah, I'm you? doing research. I'm updating social media. I'm um, working on my emails, um, and then it's basically the supplements. Uh, there's a lot of work with Amazon. We sell on Amazon our supplements and our on our store. Uh, there's a lot of customer service work there as well. So um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Keeps you out of trouble. Keeps yeah, you, keeps out, you of tr- out of trouble. Yeah, keep, exactly. <laughs> keep, keeps that, keeps the Jack and Coke out of your hand. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Just tell us yeah. here, here briefly here. What are the supplements that you are producing? Well, there's Nutrigout. That's our most popular seller. Uh, it's a, a supplement that consists of milk thistle, turmeric celery seeds, dandelion extract, um, bromelain, 
um, and basically it helps to cleanse the liver and kidneys. That's where uric acid is produced. Okay. So we have that, uh, and that helps to control uric acid levels. Uh, there's a tart cherry extract for the, the cherry fans. Uh, that helps with inflammation uh, and with uh, uric acid control. Uh, and then we have a cream. That's a popular seller on Amazon. Uh, you apply the cream when you feel a flare-up, or if you have a, an attack, you apply it four times a day on the affected joint, and it gives you that cooling effect. Uh, and it helps you on a daily basis. You should notice uh, some improvement on a daily basis, inflammation. Uh, and that's pretty much it. We have Alkahydra, which is uh, alkaline water. It's a coral ca- uh, sachets uh, with coral calcium. You put it in a gallon uh, or a two-liter pitcher, let's say, uh, and, and uh, it alkalines uh, the water uh, for uh, your body. And are you guys producing these yourself, or how does that work? Well, we produce them through our manufacturing partners. So basically, we provide, uh, we source the ingredients and we manufacture, and uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Very cool. Yeah. Is there anything that we missed that you wanted to share? No. If you have any questions uh, related to gout, please contact me anytime. I will answer you within 24 hours. Uh, visit our site at goutingu.com. You could uh, reach out on the Contact Us page or on social media and uh, we'll help you out. Awesome. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us some more insights on gout. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sticking around till the end. I hope you enjoyed that show. There's so much, I got to tell you. In 30 minutes, you can jam-pack so much information in. And I think Spiro did just that. Now, I did promise, or maybe I hinted at, my own meat feet story of possibly gout in the introduction. So let me tell you real quick. I was I started to have some meat issues in my life. And it was very apparent to me because I track the food that I eat. I'm very specific on what I put in my body. I read every ingredient. I know that might sound a bit extreme to some, but... That's the way I live and I encourage our clients and customers and friends and family to read ingredients and pay attention to what you're putting in your body as well. But for me, it was very apparent that I had that red meat was a trigger for me. So I didn't have red meat for quite some time. I had no issues. I didn't really think about it. It was just something I naturally moved away from because it didn't make my body feel great. Went over to a family member's house. They loved their steak and potatoes and beer. So what happened was is I had a piece of red meat. And that night, my feet were on fire. So I, I wrote that down, chalked that up, put it on the calendar. That I didn't want to happen again. Like I think that if something happens in your life that's significant, whether it's positive or negative, we should make note of it to avoid it or to have more of it if it's a positive thing in your life. So a couple months later, exact same thing. It's it's meat time, time to throw, it's, time, it's barbecue season, got to throw those steaks on the barbecue. I had meat, what I, what I now term meat feet, again. I had the same reaction, the same feet on fire, didn't sleep very well. And then that's what took me away from, eventually took me away from red meat. Again, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I ever openly share this, but I talked to Spiro about it and he said, he suppose it could be, but he would, he recommended that I check my uric acid levels, go see a doctor. But for me, I just, it's just not part of my lifestyle. I don't eat the red meat. I don't consume it. I don't 
crave it. So I stay away from it and I've never had a meat feet situation again. So if you have any concerns, I got to tell you, like in the interview, Spiro talks about the big toe feeling like it's on fire. So I mean, in a in a smaller context, I suppose my feet in general were hot, but it could have been my big toe as well. So at any rate, that's just my story. It's kind of a fun story. It's, it's for most people, it's a bit ridiculous when I talk about meat feet, but it's uh, it's kind of fun to, to throw in there and let you know that I have relation to this subject as well. And who knows, maybe it's hereditary for me or who knows there's other people that may have had gout in my family that I don't know about. I don't know that it's a problem. I don't know anyone in my family that has it, but it doesn't mean it's not possible. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. More details are going up on exploringmindandbody.com. If you miss any past shows, you can check out them out there. We have well over 400 shows, maybe over 500 shows now. So we have a huge database of all kinds of different guests and topics and ideas. You can always search them at exploringmindandbody.com. We have a newer podcast called Transformations Through Running, and it's not just for runners. It's about getting through the most challenging times in your life and how you push through, how are you able to succeed, and how are you able to get to the next level. So if you're interested or if these once a week shows aren't enough for you, we also air once a week with Transformations Through Running as well, and it can be found on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can find out more details at trueformlife.com. This is our main website where we put up recipes, videos, blog posts, podcasts, at-home workouts. We do it. We're helping you live a healthier lifestyle, reduce stress, gain energy, improve by digestion. It's what we do full-time. So if we can help you out at all, shoot us a message and we'll definitely hook up and make it happen. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadia, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.